I'm choosing to live a life that's going to be blissful, that's going to be easeful, that's going to be aligned, that's going to light me up. And so I'm not going to do that if I'm exhausted. I'm not going to do that if I'm setting myself up for the day by scrolling through the news and scrolling on Instagram and triggering myself and sending blue lights through my body and having a mocha fropa choca frappuccino, right? It's not going to work. I really can't think of anything more important than waking up to your true self. I mean, once you do that, every single thing in your life changes. It's like a whole new world opens up. I used to look at my life and think, there has got to be more. There is, and this is it. I'm Paige, and this is Spiritual Twenties. Buenos dias, everybody. Welcome to Spiritual Twenties. My name is Paige, and this is episode lucky number seven. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. So far, we've been having conversation. We've been talking about some big ideas, some spiritual foundations, and what we're going to talk about today is absolutely a spiritual foundation, but it's going to be a little more technical, I guess you could say. We're going to talk about routines and specifically morning routines. How are you starting your day? I like to say that morning routines are like parallel parking. If you start off in the right position, then it's going to be a breeze. It's a one-two motion. You get yourself right in there. And if not, you might end up in the right spot, but it took you 400 back and forth movements and you were swearing your head off the whole time. That's how I feel about how you start your day. If you start your day off in the right position, then you're setting yourself up to flow easily through the rest of your day as much as possible. And where you are a spiritual being, having a human experience, where living a spiritual life to me means aligning everything you do with your soul and spirit, I figured we better look at what are we doing? Our body is our vessel. Are we setting it up for success? Or are we setting it up to be running on overdrive and have stress and tension? Your morning routine has a lot to do with that. So I don't believe in a one-size-fits-all for literally anything. I don't believe in it for careers, I don't believe in it for diets, and I do not believe in it for morning routines. So I'm not going to tell you, here are the five steps for your morning routine. You should wake up at this certain time every single day, then you do this, then that, then that, and then you check those boxes every day, and then that's how you have a successful morning routine. I'm not saying that... Having the same things that you do every single day is bad, but I just don't believe that that's for everybody. So I want to talk about what are actually the necessary components to a morning routine. How do we set ourselves up to flow, to have ease, to enjoy our day, to be excited to wake up? Because let me tell you, I have never been a morning person and now I'm excited for my mornings. Honestly, I've never thought about it before, but my morning routine might be my favorite part of my day. It's much, much easier to get out of bed when you're looking forward to what you're going to do, when you're looking forward to the day. So why not make the very first thing you do something that you're excited to do? My first rule of morning routines is the hammer. 
And if I had planned this conversation before I hit record, I probably would have thought better of saying it first, but I know you guys can take it, so here we go. In the morning, you should not look at your phone. Alarm goes off, you can shut the alarm off. And the other thing that I will allow is if you want to play music on your phone. You are not checking text messages. You are not reading your email. You are definitely, 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 please for the love of God, not reading news. You are not even checking the scores of the games last night. And I can't believe I just almost forgot, you are absolutely not opening social media. There are so many reasons for this, and we're going to have episodes with experts on things like this, but I'll touch briefly on the science of it for you. When you wake up and the first thing that you do is look at your phone, there are two main kind of scientific reasons why this is a really bad idea. First of all, the blue light in your phone and all devices like that. And second of all, the sensory overload. Just picture your sweet little body was just in deep rest. Think about all of the incredible, incredible things that your body is doing for you while you're sleeping. It's rejuvenating, cells are dying, cells are being reborn, you're digesting. You're doing all of these amazing things and your ass wakes up and completely floods it and sends it into shock mode by looking at your phone. So the blue light. So our bodies have the ability to tell time, right? Our bodies, we have their circadian rhythm. We have a way that we naturally move throughout the day. So the body is releasing certain chemicals and hormones in the morning, which are different from the ones at night and are different from the ones in the middle of the day. And so when you first wake up and you look at your phone, your body takes in the blue light and the message from that blue light is the same as if you are standing outside in the sun at high noon, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon. And so most of us, I hope, are not waking up at 12 o'clock noon. So you have just sent your body into kind of panic mode where it feels like it has to catch up to 12 o'clock noon. It's very stressful to your nervous system, to the circadian rhythm, not a good thing to do. That alone is enough reason to not do it. Second, opening your phone with all of those notifications there and starting to read them all and take in all of that information, again, it's sensory overload to your sweet brain that was just resting. It's shocking yourself into the day. It's shocking yourself into taking in all of this information that has embedded in it stress responses, trauma responses. If you're opening up your phone and you're scrolling on Instagram and you see the picture of your ex and you see the picture of this person that triggers you, if you're scrolling the news and you see all of the horrendous headlines, what is that doing to your stress system, to your energy body? When you have literally just come out of a deep rest and that is the first thing that you're sending to your body. If the very first thing that you do to the body is stressful, you're setting yourself up for a stressful day. So my rule number one is no phones. And you should have your phone in either night shift or red mode. And I'll link how to do that in the show notes. Okay, moving on from the phones. So you wake up. If you want to use your phone for your alarm, fine. But then you put the phone back down. I believe that complexity is the enemy. And so everything I do, I try to make it really broken down as simple as possible for you guys. So what are the necessary components of a morning routine? Really basically, 
what you should be doing is anything that is going to ground you, that is going to allow you to feel like you are tapped into a flow, like you have a sense of presence, that you are connected to your soul and spirit, and that is honoring your body temple, your vessel. So we talk about honoring the body, right? What does that mean? First of all, it means that you're not opening your phone and sending all those stress signals. Then when it comes to what you're putting in your body, I highly recommend the very first thing you drink to be water, preferably warm lemon water if you can, or if you really want something else, maybe some herbal tea. Other than that, you really want to let your body wake up before you're putting anything big in it, and especially not crap. So you don't want to be waking up and going straight to Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts and getting a mocha fropa frappuccino with 7,000 grams of sugar and a chocolate croissant. You definitely want to, at least, I would love for you to not be eating those things at all, but at least you want to give yourself some time to wake up. And the reason why warm lemon water is great is because it alkalizes the body. So most of the things that we do that we put in our body are are more on the acid scale. And our bodies function the best when we are slightly alkaline. And so starting your day with some warm lemon water is a great way to just help your digestive system, especially if you know that you don't have the most perfect diet, who does? And you're gonna be putting some things in it that it's gonna need to go to work for to digest. So you can honor your body by starting the day off by saying, let me help you. And the other way that you honor your body in the morning is by moving. So this can be anything. I personally do yoga, it can be going for a walk, it can be doing an intense workout, it can be literally stretching. This is where again, some coaches, some people might say this is the routine to swear by, get up, go for a 10 minute walk, go for a 30 minute run. Whatever it is that works for you is perfect for me and it doesn't have to be the same thing every day either. So I don't do the same movements every single morning. I tune into my body and I see what I feel. Sometimes I go for a walk first. Sometimes I do more stretching than than a more vinyasa powerful yoga flow. Sometimes I do a hit workout. Sometimes I just dance. The idea is that you're moving your body and you want to really tune into your body. How does it want to move? We never tune in and we never listen and our body's telling us things all the time. Like if you tune in right now, wherever you are, I bet your body would tell you to sit up a little bit straighter or to put those shoulders down and back or to take a deep breath. Our body is always talking to us and it's just that we never listen. So again, when you can start the day off with moving your body in a way that it wants to be moved, if your shoulders feel tense, maybe just open and close your arms a little bit. Make some big circles. Take some deep breaths. Send the message to yourself. Send the message to your body that you love it and you are going to flow throughout this day. So you're honoring your body by not putting crap in it, definitely, definitely avoiding things with massive amounts of sugar or really any sugar first thing in the morning, definitely avoiding chemicals. Hopefully you're having some lemon water, preferably warm lemon water, or maybe some herbal tea, and you're moving. You're moving your body how it wants to be moved. You're stretching what feels like it needs to be stretched. Maybe you're walking, maybe you're running, maybe you're dancing. I literally don't care. It's all about you doing what feels right for you. 
Okay, so let's recap. So far, we know we're not on our phones, and we know that we're honoring our bodies through movement and through what we're choosing to put in it. Then we really, 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 this is so important, have to have some kind of grounding, centering, uplifting practice. I really recommend journaling for this. Even if you literally write four sentences. Sometimes my morning journal is literally two sentences. Meditating would be great for this if that's something that's in your practice. And again, you can use your phone to go to Spotify or Apple or whatever and listen to a meditation. You can search on Spotify or Apple 10-minute morning meditation, 10-minute grounding meditation, 10-minute gratitude meditation, or of course, if you have any apps like Calm or Headspace, those are great too. Or if you can sit, of course, on your own and meditate in silence, but I know that that is something that's a bit more challenging usually for people just starting out. The point here is that you are starting your day by again recognizing that your soul and spirit is here, it's present, it is you. A great way to start is a gratitude practice, right? So so you've waken up, you're taking deep breaths, you're moving a little bit, and then you sit down and you say, what am I grateful for? And I recommend actually listing a few things that are kind of all over the board. So you can be grateful for something big, like you can be grateful for the fact that you're in love, that you're in a great relationship, that you have an amazing family. And then I think you should also be grateful for like your pillows. One of the ways that my life has really changed this year since one of my bigger spiritual awakenings is I literally look around my room and I'm just amazed at how much I have. Think about how many socks you have, matched or unmatched, right? You have so much. You have so many articles of clothing. There are so many thread counts in all of the blankets and sheets on your bed when you can look at that first thing in the morning and just realize all of the abundance around you you are setting yourself up to live with an abundance mindset for the rest of the day and think about how amazing and juicy that would be where i would be willing to bet that many of you like myself often get stuck in a lack mentality often get stuck in that idea that I don't have enough, that there isn't enough. So if you can start the day by saying, I am so grateful that I have an ungodly amount of sweatshirts. If you're anything like me, I have an insane amount of sweatshirts and t-shirts and socks and lotions and and pillows and blankets, right? Like that is just setting yourself up to look for all of the places that abundance exists and to remember that, oh yeah, the truth of the universe, the truth of our nature is abundance. It's not lack. So maybe you get a journal and you write down, I am thank you to whatever higher power you believe in. If you want to say thank you, God, thank you, universe, thank you, nature, or just thank you for my pillows, thank you for my parents, thank you for my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my husband, my wife, thank you for the fact that I just got this promotion, thank you for the fact that I know you are bringing new opportunities into my life, thank you for these higher level things, and then thank you for all my socks, right? We're setting ourselves up to move in that vibration the whole rest of the day, and it just feels really good. 
You can also say it out loud if you want. Actually, when my eyes open, I literally say out loud, thank you. That's it. I just say the word thank you. I want that to be the very first thing out of my mouth every day. And so I started that habit. I don't even know when. It's been a long time. But the very first thing out of my mouth is thank you. As I'm still lying there in bed. So again, you know, this is all customizable. You want to be doing what works for you. If listening to a five-minute, a two-minute, a ten-minute gratitude meditation is what you want to do and guys again you can do this in bed if you want to wake up and say okay tomorrow i'll try for my morning routine alarm goes off eyes open and i'm going to take my phone which will be a night shift or redshift mode and i'll have it queued up so i don't have to go through the mess of my phone i'm going to listen to while i'm still laying here in my bed a five minute a ten minute gratitude meditation Or you can just be laying there and start to list all the things that you're grateful for. And then get up and do your movement practice. Or you can do it the other way. Get up, say thank you, start to stretch a bit, move your body, do something nourishing for your body. And then sit down with a journal or then sit down with your meditation and and think about all the things that you're grateful for. I would definitely recommend to make some kind of gratitude practice, even if it's just saying out loud quickly, thank you for XYZ to be mandatory part of your morning routine in some way, whatever way, shape or form works for you. Then in addition to the gratitude practice, again, it's really anything that you think is going to center you, that's going to ground you, that's going to put you in that seat of remembering that you are your soul and spirit, that your true nature is love and light and abundance. So that can be something like continuing to journal, just kind of brain dumping, right? A lot of the times, especially if you're new to a morning routine, when you wake up, your brain does start talking to you a lot. And so you might want to just dump all that out. What is it saying? Just get it down, move it out of your body, get it onto a page. So it can be something as simple as just writing what you're thinking about. And I also recommend something like setting an intention. So if you're journaling, you've journaled about what you're grateful for, you've written a few sentences or more on what you're grateful for, you've maybe gotten some brain dump stuff out, and now you can think about your day and say, how do I want to move through this day? And just writing that intention can be so powerful. You can write down the sentence, I want to move through my day with flow and ease i want to feel blissful all day today and you just write that sentence out and you're setting that intention and your body's receiving that message and the universe is receiving that message and you are setting yourself up in the best way that you can to keep that intention to make that your reality for the rest of the day i recommend saying something like please help me to stay present Or my intention is to stay present, to remember that when my mind is talking to me, when I feel like I'm getting swept up, that I always have the opportunity to take a deep breath and to ground myself and to say, okay, what's going on here? Is my mind talking to me? Is my mind stressing me out? Am I experiencing some feelings? Am I experiencing some tension? My intention is when that happens that I recognize that this is just something that I'm experiencing, that it's temporary, that I can breathe into it and flow through it. So your morning routine has to be you, right? It has to be something that 
is going to be what you're looking forward to. That's why I don't like to say you should do this, this, and this because we'll never consistently do anything that's anybody else's idea. It has to come from you. So these are the ideas, right? These are the basic principles. You want to wake up. You want to not stress your body out by looking at your phone. You want to honor your body by moving and by putting something nourishing in it, not a bunch of crap and sugar and chemicals. And then you want to feed your soul with a grounding gratitude practice, with a meditation, with some deep breaths, with journaling, with whatever it is that's going to make you feel like you are grounded and present and easeful and free. I think a reason that people don't stick to morning routines is because it's not very fun. It's not something to look forward to. So I make my morning routine something I'm going to look forward to. So let me walk you through my morning routine right now. And again, this hasn't always been my morning routine. It changes and it sometimes it changes from day to day. But lately, this has pretty much been true for me every day. So I wake up. First thing I say is thank you. I put in my contacts. I brush my teeth. I go to the kitchen and I put water on the stove and then I take my yoga mat and my yoga blocks and my blankets and my Bose speaker outside. I roll out my mat on my deck, set everything up, go back inside, get myself some warm lemon water, go back outside. I usually first lay on my mat outside and just kind of look up at this big beautiful pine tree that I have behind my house. The birds are usually chirping and I just kind of look up at the clouds for a few minutes, take some deep breaths. I turn on my morning playlist that is just really good, feel-good music for me in the morning. And then I start to move. I do some stretches. I do yoga. Sometimes I do follow a class on my computer. I'll leave the night shift mode on my computer so the blue light isn't as aggressive. Or I'll just listen. And then I will either listen to a meditation or kind of just lay there and meditate a bit and then I take my journal out I write what I'm grateful for I write my intention for the day which again most days just looks like pretty much a few sentences on listing things that I'm grateful for I always say I'm grateful to just be here for another day and I'm grateful for my morning practice and then I list some other things and then I say my intention for the day is is to be present, is to be here, is to move in the flow of the universe. I usually write something that sounds a lot like that. And then if I need to, then I brain dump a little bit. Like if, I, if there's something on my mind, if there's something that's been popping up, I'll just get it down on the page, move it out of my body. And then I go about my day. For me, being outside, listening to the music that I like, and moving my body in a way that I want to move it. These are things that I really look forward to. So that's why it works, right? Like when I wake up and I know that I'm going to get to go outside and I'm going to get to move my body and I'm going to get to listen to music that I love, that is exciting to me. And so it's easier for me to get out of bed. Sometimes, I think last winter, I went through a period where I started, I did a lot of my morning routine in my bed, right? So I woke up and the first thing I did was I lit a candle, I opened the shades, I stretched in my bed and I laid in my bed and journaled, wrote my intentions, wrote what I'm grateful for for the day and all of that took place in my bed and then I got up and moved. But the point was that at the time, 
you know, I was in a winter mode and I didn't really feel like jumping out of bed and going outside. I didn't feel like jumping out of bed and doing something. So I started the day really easy and really slow. Whatever it is that's going to get you excited, that's what you want to do. And here's the big thing, right? I'm sure many of you have had this thought this entire episode. How much time does this take? Paige, I have to be somewhere at 6 a.m. I have to be somewhere at 7 a.m. I don't have this kind of time. Here's the thing. Your morning routine can be 10 minutes. It can be 20 minutes. It can be two hours. And it can change every day. The idea is that you are taking time to tell yourself, to tell the universe that you are setting yourself up for a blissful and free and exciting and aligned day. If you only have 10 minutes and that's all you want to do, that's okay. It's that you're setting yourself up for the rest of the day by starting your day in a way that sets you up for success. I recommend at least 30 minutes. Guys, there have been times where I had to be somewhere at 6 a.m. And I like to have a longer morning routine. It really feels good for me to be able to just move slowly and to just enjoy. So I would wake up at 5. And that meant that I needed to go to bed earlier. And I used to tell myself that I'm a night owl. And so what this brings us to again is releasing of stories, right? So some of you might already be chirping, well, I'm not a morning person. There's no way I could wake up at five. I'm a night owl. I like to stay up till this time. That's not true. It may have been true for you before, but it's not true of your nature. It's not like biologically ingrained in you. You can always change that. And that for me was something that I had to do. I had to let go of the story that I'm a night owl because I always was. I always was somebody who stayed up really late. And I had to release that story. I had to say, that doesn't have to be my story. I can go to bed at 10. And guess what? It took some time, but I do now. I do go to bed earlier. And I do that because I'm choosing to live a life that's going to be blissful, that's going to be easeful, that's going to be aligned, that's going to light me up. And so I'm not going to do that if I'm exhausted. I'm not going to do that if I'm setting myself up for the day by scrolling through the news and scrolling on Instagram and triggering myself and sending blue lights through my body and having a mocha fropa choca frappuccino, right? It's not going to work. A morning routine is a spiritual practice. Everything that you do that aligns you to your true nature is a spiritual practice. What can you do to put yourself in the mood, in that high vibration that your soul and spirit is alive, is energized, is vivacious, is loving, is light, is strong, is full of heart, full of soul? What can you do to get yourself there? And the last thing that I want to talk about is an evening routine. This is something that very honestly, I'm not the best at. I've definitely nailed a morning routine. Like I said, I really look forward to my mornings, but at night I am a little less reliable. But it really is so important to think about these same kinds of things before you wind down to go to bed, right? So your body's about to go into rest mode. Why don't you send the message that you are grateful for the day, that this day is over, right? So for an evening routine, I think the same things really apply. It's honoring your body and it's centering and grounding in your soul and spirit. So so we don't want to be eating too late. We don't want to be watching TV too late. We don't want to be on our phones too late. Really, the rule of thumb is at least an hour before you go to bed, you really want don't want to be on your devices. 
and you don't want to go to bed with all of these thoughts on your mind, right? So maybe you so maybe you journal them all out or maybe you talk it out. Whatever you have to do, you don't want to be going to bed laying there with all of this stuff on your mind. You want to set the intention and set the tone that this day is over and you're so grateful for it. And you're leaving everything that happened today, today. Tomorrow's going to be a new day. It's a new beginning and you don't need to take all of the things that are weighing on you today into tomorrow. I think it's also really helpful to do a little movement. Something like restorative yoga or just gentle stretching, which is really essentially what restorative yoga is if you don't know. Again, this is stuff that you can easily go on YouTube and search, even if you've never done it before. 20 minute bedtime yoga. I promise you it's something that's accessible to everyone. It's essentially a lot of lying on the ground. So this episode was really about morning routines, but I really do want you to also be thinking about your evening routine. Are you binge watching shows until the second you go to bed? Are you eating too late? Is your mind running wild? Are you sending the message to your body to keep going? Because again, at night, it's even more important. And again, I'll link how to put your devices into red mode and night shift. But naturally, your body starts to release melatonin at night. It starts to wind down. It stops releasing dopamine and things like that. And so if you're on Instagram, if you're watching TV, if you're looking at your phone or devices at all, you're sending that message that, again, it's noon. And it makes it really hard for you to wind down. And so then your mind is going to be overactive. So can you just have the intention to say, you know what? I'm going to be mindful about how I end the day and I'm going to be mindful about how I start the day because I want to end and start my day off in the feeling tone of this high vibration because that's how I want to live my life. I know this episode was a little bit different, a little bit more technical, but I can say for a fact in my own life that having a morning and evening routine, especially a morning routine, has changed my life so much because it sets me up every single day to live in a way that is the way that I want to live, that is intentional, that is present, that is light, that is free, that is fun. Because every morning I say, what can I do that would make me feel all of those feelings? What can I do that would make me feel grounded? What can I do that would make me feel centered? What can I do that would make me feel excited for this day, excited for my life? I know I always say I'm a night owl, but could I go to bed an hour earlier so that I could have this nice, easy morning routine so that I don't have to wake up and be in a mad dash to start the day? So that I don't wake up and get blasted with all of these stressful thoughts, all of this stressful information on my phone, all of this stressful things that I ingest because I'm trying to move so quickly that I just grab this bar that has 30 grams of sugar in it and I eat it quickly and I chug my coffee and I rush off to the day that's a stressful start to the day for your body and for your soul and so you're gonna have a hard time having a non-stressful rest of the day and then you'll have a hard time having a non-stressful life when you wake up every morning and you say i'm gonna start the day aligned authentic free fun excited that's how you'll live the rest of the day and that's how you live the rest of your life
Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of Spiritual 20s. My name is Paige, and I am so grateful to play even the smallest role in your journey to living a more authentic, more aligned, more wild and free life. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button, and I'll see you next time.